Hey, hello, this is Mike Marshev again, and I don't know if it's me or not, but does do, do the weeks, not does the weeks, do the weeks fly by for you as fast as they fly by for me? Every time I turn around, it seems it's time to record another Mike'd Up Marshev, and today I have one for you. I hope the couple of lessons I have for you today make sense. I was on a webinar yesterday, and uh, it was for the Travel Institute, as a matter of fact, and the subject was growing a business, growing a travel business. We had a pretty good turnout, good turnout, about 350 people registered for the program. I was pleased with that. And at the end, we had a little time for a Q&A. One of the questions was, Mike, when I get somebody on the phone or when I try to engage somebody in conversation, how do I keep the conversation going? That was the question. In other words, how do, we, how do I stimulate the other person to get involved in the engagement? And that is a very, very good question. And one we all face from time to time is how do we keep people's attention when we have uh, a certain, I'm going to say a certain agenda in mind, and that is building our business, uh, providing travel services. And here was my answer. I I hope it makes sense. Uh, I hope it made sense to that particular woman yesterday. And I hope it makes sense to you. We have self-talk all day long. We talk to ourselves all day long. Our mind is working from morning till night, and we, we talk to ourselves. But unfortunately, the bad news is, the unpleasant news, is that most of our conversation we have with ourselves is negative. We are bad-mouthing ourselves, putting ourselves down. We're thinking less of ourselves than we are thinking positive thoughts. Well, that being said, That being said, people are thinking what they want to think about. And if you enter their world and come in and say, hey, I have an idea. Forget what you're thinking about. I want you to start thinking what I'm thinking about. Well, the chances of that happening are very small because everybody today has a very small attention span. I don't care who you are. There's so much noise in the world. Everybody's trying to get our attention. We have a brief moment or two to grab and keep someone's attention. And if we try to sway them away from their current thought pattern, it's not going to work. So the salesman's uh, strategy is this. Enter the conversation that somebody is already having with themselves. Now, let's give, uh, let me give you an example. If somebody is thinking about how they are going to send their uh, child to college, how they're going to afford a college education, that's what keeps them up at night. That's what's keeping them up at night, and that's what they're thinking about day in and day out. So for you to enter their world and say, hey, forget the kid for a while. I think you should take a river cruise down the Danube. Well, it's not going to equate. It's not going to work. You're going to come up empty. So what the strategy is, where the work comes in, is when you, you say, okay, how can I enter that conversation? How can I enter uh, on the topic of children and education and then segue that over to perhaps a river cruise if, in fact, the river cruise might solve that particular dilemma? So I don't want to go too deep into examples here, but the point is this. Enter the conversation people are already having with themselves, and then at the proper time, the proper moment, segue over to your particular uh, topic at hand, and hopefully the two jive. Hopefully the two uh, make sense at that time. So that's something I wanted to talk about to you today uh, in answer of yesterday's question. I hope it makes sense to them. I hope it makes sense to you. And here's part two of today's program. Not long ago, 
I was reading an article about communication, and in particular, communication mistakes. Uh, this is a new topic now. And I, I saw a bulleted item, a bulleted list of people, uh, the ki- uh, interviewers, people who were interviewing for a job, the mistakes they made in communication. And I couldn't help but think of my travel agent peers, because every time you're talking to a potential customer, in fact, you are being interviewed. So I thought by sharing these mistakes with you, uh, you might connect with a few and polish up your interviewing skills next time you're speaking to a prospect. Here are some statistics that that I find to be believable, but somewhat incredible. 72% of the people I interviewed, 72% of those being interviewed, fail to make eye contact. Now, this is of no surprise to me because I've said for many years, people are very poor at maintaining eye contact. They look at the floor, they look at the ceiling, they look at the passing bus, they look at the sky. They look everywhere but to in the eye of the person they're speaking with. 72% of interviewees make that mistake, and they're conveying a negative negative communication to the person that they're uh, doing the interview. So, bottom line, start looking people in the eye. It's it's easier said than done. Try it. It's hard. You don't do it well. Get better at it. Number two, 62% in this particular uh, article show that, that people appear disinterested. And that leads me to the word focus and, and, and refrain from the multitasking habit you might have. Become interested in where you are and who you're speaking with. You've seen it many times. Someone's talking to somebody and the, and the little buzzer goes off in their phone and a little bell goes off. And immediately they're looking right down on their phone, right off of me, onto their phone. What does that say to people? It says, if you haven't... Um, researched Pavlov's dogs, that experiment of years and years ago when they rang the bell and the dog started salivating. People, they hear the bell today and they go to their phone. Don't, don't be that person. Don't be the person that's tethered to your phone when you're talking to somebody else. Turn it off if you have to. But 62% appear disinterested. And my question to you, are you in that 62%? Number three, answer the phone. Like you're happy I called you. How many times have you uh, called somebody and they answer like you're bothering them? You know what it sounds like. You know how you feel. Don't do it. When the phone rings, count the three. Find yourself it's showtime. Find yourself it's time to make a positive impression with whoever took the time to call your seven digits and make a good impression when you're on the phone. It's showtime when that phone rings. This is kind of a repeat, but when you're with somebody, be with that somebody. Focus on the person you're with. Listen to what they're saying. Get other people talking is my salesman's mantra. Get others talking and then you focus and listen, listen to what they're saying. You're going to stick out like a sore thumb if you do those simple things. And and here's a little uh, a bonus. Choose your dress appropriately. I don't know what that means appropriately, but but based on the situation. Dress appropriately because people are going to judge you instantaneously on their own terms on what they see as a first impression. Now, I've said first impressions are important, but last impressions are lasting. Remember that. So uh, you got to maintain a positive decorum. But that first impression is I look at somebody, I make a decision. Tell me you don't do it because you do it. I do it. Everybody does it. Don't badmouth the competition. 
Find more reasons to become happy, for heaven's sakes. We don't want to hang out with boring, negative slugs. I've said it a thousand times. We want to hang out with upbeat people who have, have a positive outlook on life. Yeah, yes, I understand what's going on in the world today. It's, it's really scary is what it is. I, I'm not going to call it a mess. I'm going to call it scary. But it is the game board we're playing on. So if you want to just uh, wear the weight of the, the world on your shoulders and, and expect pity from me, you're not going to get it. I'm looking for the person who has that positive attitude. Not, not Pollyannish. I don't want you to be Pollyannish because we're in a tough situation here. But I certainly don't want you to be a deadbeat. Whatever height you are, however tall you are, walk that height up that height. If you're five foot six, be five foot six. If you're four foot eight, be four foot eight. If you're six foot two, be six foot two. Stand erect. Walk like you know where you're going. Make an impression. People will look at you and make a judgment statement based on how you carry yourself. If, if you're proud of yourself, you're going to walk tall. If you're beat up by the world, you're going to slouch over. And the last one, I don't know how I can teach you this, but shake hands. Well, actually, people don't shake hands anymore. But if you shake hands, grab the hand, little shake, let go. Firmness counts. I don't want the wet fish. I don't want the fingers. I want a handshake. But today, I guess a good little solid fist bump will do. Don't punch the guy in the hand. Little bump or elbow. Elbow pop. That works too. Who knows? But I just don't want you to give me that wet handshake, fishy. Yeah, you still, you know, I want to check to see if you can still fog a mirror based on your handshake. We don't want that. So here's some points today. I hope they made sense on Mike Dutmarshev on this particular week. I'll, uh, I'll look to, uh, uh, for some more material that might change your thinking, might stimulate your thinking. Hey, it might even motivate you next week. Stay tuned. Mike Dutmarshev, I'll be back. I hope you'll be back. And until then, I'll talk to you later. Bye.